I'd like to introduce you guys next to Matt. Matt works on our PEI team. There's another episode in the works with him, in fact, on the way. Hi, my name is Matt Morrissey, and I'm a graphic designer here at Let's Nurture. My, my official title with Let's Nurture is the lead designer for Canada, um, and I handle uh, basically everything that needs a... Uh, anything that can need a creative touch. Um, that's from websites to print materials, logo design. Uh, I produced some of the videos as well for, for Let's Nurture and uh, everything in between. What does what does getting a task look like for you, generally speaking? Who, who do you talk to first? Well, the way that Let's Nurture is structured is where, since we're across many different, uh, many different regions, I, I can get a get a task from several different several different areas whether it's one from Canada or one from Brazil or uh working with our with our India team I'm uh, I'm never quite sure what language I'm going to be working in that day so it uh it keeps me on my toes for uh for um staying sharp fair enough do you find it's difficult to do graphic design in other languages um, graphic design, not so much because as a, as a visual medium, things don't change too much. Your eyes follow the same pattern in almost every language. One thing that you do need to be careful of is the typical, um, color associations. Um, because what means, uh, happiness or joy, uh, in, in one region of the world might have a completely different connotation in another region of the world. Um, the biggest challenge I find for myself is when I'm working in different languages is filling out the the text in a language I don't understand. I it's, can't imagine uh, that being difficult. <laughs> yeah, it 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 definitely helps me learn a little bit when uh, when I'm working with something that I'm not familiar with. But as far as um, just just the usual. Um, well, when you go to fill out some information, well, I know how to spell those words so I can spell them, uh, very quickly and easily. Whereas I have to double check things in a different language to make sure that everything is the way that it needs to be. And it has the, uh, the specific, um, accents and everything else that, that comes with another language. Fair enough. And in terms of like direct workflow, you tend to work almost parallel to the rest of the sort of the system that we have set up. So for some projects, we'll go through kind of several individuals. We'll end up with a project manager overseeing a bunch of stuff. For most of your projects, as I understand it, you kind of pick them up and finish them off all on your own. Is that right? Uh, for some of them, yes. It uh, it depends. When a, when a project comes in, I'll look at it and see what's involved and what it needs. If it's something that... Uh, will need more of a team effort than I'm usually quick to to say. No, this this needs uh, X amount of people on it, and I'll send it to uh, to Kernal and our India team, and he'll delegate the tasks accordingly. Whereas if it's something where it's a small business, uh, I tend to I tend to handle those ones entirely myself because with with a small business client, um, it helps me understand exactly what they're looking for so that I can um, move through the tasks and try and keep the budget down as well as it's a singular point of contact. It keeps things simple. 
Uh, so if we're, if I'm able to do it that way, I, I try to do it that way. Okay. And do you use any, what system do you use then to sort of manage all of these concurrent projects? Um, internally, Let's Nurture uses, uh, Zoho projects where we, where we track all the, all the subtasks and everything like that. Um, for, um, for myself, I, uh, I tend to keep a Trello board, uh, open. I have about four monitors in front of me and uh one of them is basically dedicated to email and tasks i uh, i have a task list for net let's nurture that i go through and just uh, try and cross off as many parts of it as i can through uh throughout the day fair enough there is nothing quite like a to-do list for getting stuff done <laughs> okay um and how about sort of project handoff let's say you're involved in a larger project who would you send things off to project handoff it uh, it again depends on the project but usually i'll um if it's a project i'm involved in i'll hand it off to Cronall for uh for any kind of web work that needs to be done uh as well we have uh we have another designer on staff that i've worked with in india uh, namita uh, she seem, she specializes in UI UX design, so I've uh, a lot of a lot of projects end up going through her. Um, one recently, I had done up the basic skeleton, and while Namita concurrently was working on a more refined design, that way we were able to show the client um, how the user would progress through the application without needing to have all of the fit and finish. Uh, completed right away so i was able to i was able to get that wireframe out while namita worked on the on the finalized design okay fair enough what's your favorite kind of project to work on probably my favorite type of project is one that is fairly open-ended but has a set of guidelines that have to be met um Probably my least favorite ones are when clients say, oh, just, just make it good. And it's like, okay, well, there's no, there's no real frame of reference for, for what's good. What I think is good and what you think is good might be different. So we need to make sure that, that, um, our, our barometer for, for what's good lines up. Um, so usually it's when a client has a good idea of what they want, but they're not hard set on any specific limitation um usually uh logo design is one where that manifests quite well you get to play around quite a bit with shapes and colors and the uh the feeling for the for the client and the project because that will directly influence the feel of anything that that client has afterwards in that brand so there's a lot of um, there's a lot of creativity that you can have, uh, and it's it's quite enjoyable to work on projects like that. And uh, how did you end up working at Let's Nurture? Uh, I ended up with Let's Nurture because I I had been working for a <laughs> I worked for a furnace company of all things. They had a graphic designer on staff. Um, and they had several other businesses. They had a few, uh, they had a restaurant, they had, uh, several other things uh, as well. They had a, uh, a gaming room that was open for a while. And 
Um, so I was, and the, the owner as well, he was, he's a bit of an entrepreneur. Uh, so he always had me doing different tasks that weren't necessarily related to any one of those specific businesses. Um, it may have been like, well, today we're gonna, we're gonna try this. And they ended up, unfortunately they went under, um, after COVID, it was a uh, it was a business that had that had been going since uh, 1969, and they uh, they were hit pretty hard when Alberta shut down all the restaurants. Um, that caused a big problem for them because they had just opened the restaurant. Uh, then afterwards, the uh, the company ended up ended up. Having, I believe they had a loan recalled that, uh, that was basically the death knell. And I had my own company set up, uh, and ready to go. So I had been, I'd been working through my own stable of clients and I, uh, I actually started with Let's Nurture, uh, as, as a freelancer. Uh, so I sort of proved my, proved my worth and, then they extended a uh, a contract offer. Can you take me through? There's often not um, not really a normal day, but can you take me through an average day doing your <laughs> job? Absolutely. Uh, for me, whenever it it I usually have a different day planned out, uh, Monday to Friday. Um, usually, uh, usually Monday. Uh, and Wednesday, there's a fair amount of meetings. Um, so productivity takes, takes a backseat those days, but on, on a day where I know what I have to accomplish that day and I have my, my whole schedule laid out before me, I'll, um, check any, any emails, respond to any customers, then I will basically turn on uh I'll turn up the music and play it loudly until my uh until my task list is finished for uh for the day or until it's time for lunch or what have you. Um it's a lot of people don't understand how important flow can be. And oftentimes um it's it's the biggest thing that I have to try and do is set it up. So I have a minimum amount of interruptions so that I can keep the flow going because as soon as my concentration is broken by, uh, by a, an interruption or, um, or, uh, a task that needs to take priority, it takes a few minutes to, to get going back in and get up to get up to speed. Um, so a lot of my day is planning to be able to have those uninterrupted moments. When you say flow, what do you mean? Can you give me an example maybe that people would be able to connect to? Yeah, uh, flow is like when you are in the moment, when you're in the flow, when everything is coming as it should, um, the work is coming out easily. Uh, the solutions that you need to find aren't difficult to find. They come naturally and quickly. Um, so you're able to have uh, a high, high amount of productivity when, when you have uh, good flow. 
if you don't have good flow, you're you're preoccupied with something, or or you keep getting interrupted, or there's a lot of start, stop, start, stop, start, stop. So you can spend the same amount of time, uh, like say say I have an hour to spend on a project, and I have one continuous uninterrupted hour, and I can get in a good flow for that. I can get as much work done in that one hour as I can in like two hours where I have to constantly start and stop and uh, change direction or be or, or do another task. Okay. I think we've hit all my main bullet points. Okay. Well, thanks for having me on today. 